calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, it's Malls. Thanks so much for tuning in to Please Advise. Remember, if you like today's show, make sure that you're subscribed in iTunes so you never miss an episode. While you're there, feel free to review us with five stars. It helps the show climb the iTunes charts, which means other people can find us and join the hashtag PleaseAdviseNation. And more importantly, if you have a question or dilemma you want help with on the show, call 323-450-7408 or email askpleaseadvise at gmail.com with your letters or voice note recordings. That's askpleaseadvise, P-L-Z, advise at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, you guys, it's episode 95 of Please Advise. We have two guests today, Molly Tarlov and Elijah Daniel, repeat guest. Hey, boo, how are you? Great. How about you? Amazing. Molly, welcome to the show. Thank you. I hope I'm invited back. Um, we're already, already <laughs> excited to have you back. First of all, I love, this is the, you have the distinction of being the second, uh, Molly on this, or the only other Molly on this podcast. Really? Yeah. Never been another Molly. Never been another Molly, which I've is I've been weird. on Molly on this podcast, but. Um, <laughs> uh, I wish I have, uh, but I haven't. We should do a drugs episode. I oh, think we that should would totally be fun. do it. I'm down that. Well, no. like every episode we do, we end up talking about drugs. That's true. Um, Molly, what have you been up to lately? Um, oh man, what are, what's the realm of, of possibility I should talk about? Into, uh, like, and like, what, like literally what has your last week been like? Like what is your day to day life like right now? Um, you know, like I go to the dog park sometimes mm-hmm. and, uh, I been going to yoga a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a television show with my friend Julianne Smolinski. That's amazing. I love her. Boobs Radley. Yes. I love yes. her. She's the best. Where tell me everything. Well you don't is it private secret? I mean it's not a secret, but it's 
It's not interesting. I mean, it's very interesting if you want to buy it, but. <laughs> oh, so you're out selling it yeah. now is the yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. you guys are going to so sell that shit. Oh, hey. um, so fast. You know Molly, audience, you may know her from the MTV television show Awkward. I personally know her as New Ferg on Snapchat. Um, so basically, you're such a good singer that like people started to call you the new Fergie. Yeah, they were just like, you're the new Stacey Ferguson. And I was like, well, I had known for a while. Yeah. And it just <laughs> took everyone else a little time to catch up. I like up. that you called her by her full name, too. Yeah. Stacey Ferguson, not just well, Fergie. Like, that was respectful. Yeah. Well, I it actually, it's confusing because um, all of her, her, like, her father goes by Fergie as well. Oh, Does okay. he actually? Yeah. I, I mean, would totally, if, if so I was you, like Fergie's dad, I'd be like, no, I'm also Fergie now. Because you kind of stopped talking about being new Fergie, I think, when you found out that they may have called her a new Fergie at one point. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I knew. I took over MTV Snapchat a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, everybody! Like, new Fergie's taking over MTV Snapchat again." Like, I was. They wanted me back, and um, there were all of these old Fergie fans, or like original Fergie, whatever you want to call her. I'm, old Fergie is good. Um, <laughs> the other Fergie, but then apparently there was like, like, well, they all started freaking out. They thought Stacey Ferguson. One was going to be on. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Not I'm sure NF. they enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I mean, she is coming back. Like, she's coming back with a new song. So I don't know. Maybe she'll be newer, Fergie. We haven't really talked about it. Like, figured out. Are you working with some exciting producers? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, Will. I am. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, you guys should just form like, right, a, of course. like a Fergie duo. Like yeah. a Fergie one and two. Totally. Or Fergie's with like a Z on the end. Yeah. I feel like OF would be so intimidated by new F that she wouldn't True. even know. I mean, she is the most Fergie out of anyone, but I think I'm probably second most Fergalicious. A little bit more Fergalicious. Yeah, there you go. You go. <laughs> we went there. I was, I was like, I hope she says it. And so, um, Elijah, since I've last seen you, honey, uh, you have gotten a tattoo of Donald Trump sucking a dick on your I, ankle. I did do that. That's um, a, a very cool story. What happened? <laughs> oh, no. I just got drunk and then decided to get a tattoo of Donald Trump sucking a dick. And then... How did you get that happened. image drawn up so quickly? Um, the so Because <laughs> I think if I get drunk and want to get a portrait of Wags on, on my thigh or something else. You should do that, like a full back piece. Yeah, but I don't know if they would be able to accurately sketch it. Well, Yours like, I looks pretty accurate. I wouldn't, well, I, I wasn't going to actually, again, I wasn't going to actually do it, but then, like, within, like, five minutes, my friend who works at Timeless, he, he's, like, with their piercer there, he was like, oh, I want to set this up, like, right now. And I was like, uh, all right. And then he, like, he had it set up for, like, I think it was, like, less than a week later. And so I went there, and uh, the tattoo artist's name was Hookah. And she's like, all right, I've been working on some sketches. And she shows me just a book of just all these Donald Trump sucking dick tattoos. Like, there was, like, eight different versions of it. And then she was like, I'm a lesbian. I've never actually seen a penis before. So I don't really – I kind of just winged it. But she did a really good job. Like, the vein work on it's nice. Oh, my God. Incredible. <laughs> oh, my – did you take a picture of this book? 
No. Oh, yeah, I do have a picture. Of- I mean, it's going super viral. This tattoo is everywhere. Yeah, it's George Lopez. I had a beef with George Lopez over it. Because he used it as his icon? No. Well, he well he put it on like all of his social media. I thought it was hilarious. Because I just woke up and like tons of people were sending me screenshots of George Lopez. Like all of his social media, his profile picture, his header, like he was tweeting it. Isn't it was George Lopez his- the guy who got a kidney transplant and cheats on his wife? Um, Probably. Yeah. Um, I just know him from George Lopez show from like 2004. I don't trust him. I don't trust him either. Any Wait, other? So what happened? Because you so were he, like, well, oh, he, hey, yay. Oh, no, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And I was just like, that's awesome. And then somebody put me in a group chat with him. And they were just like, hey, why don't I introduce you to. On the telephone? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah, on my phone. And they were just like, hey, like I just want to introduce you. Yeah. And they were just like, hey, I just want to like introduce you to Elijah. He's the one with the tattoo. And like, you guys would be really funny together. You guys should like just connect, whatever. And then he, like, immediately left it. And I was like, okay. And then somebody – I was just like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't really care. I just thought it was funny. And then somebody was on Twitter – well, like, multiple people on Twitter were just, like, asking him, like, about the tattoo. And he was, like, low-key trying to claim it was, like, his tattoo. And, like, was just like, ha, I love art and blah, 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 blah. And they were like, why would you get that? And he's like, I love art or something. And I was just like, uh, all right, whatever. And then somebody else responded to that. Like, 10 people did. And they were like, no, that's Elijah's tattoo. Like, he got that, like, two weeks ago. That's his. And then he, he wishes went, he did that. And then he went through that's and blocked why. me on, on everything. Instead so, of just being like, oh, hey, funny tattoo. He just blocked me on everything. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a big douche. I've heard. I, I've heard that as well. Yeah, I don't. I'm not surprised to hear that he stole from you. But I mean, he is like, yeah. George Lopez should get a tattoo like His that. I'm surprised. Out. She did. Oh yeah. About what? About the whole thing, because like, like hundreds and hundreds of people were tweeting him, like, oh, like you used to steal jokes. Guess you're back to it. And like making uh, so his tons publicist yelled at him. Oh, his publicist made him delete everything. Oh wow! And then like yelled at other people's publicists to not like be friends with me and shit. It was a whole thing. That's Hilarious. wild. I love having beef with George Lopez. 2016 is great. I mean, that is so random. What else has so happened? So random. You threw a dildo at someone at a Trump rally. Oh my god, that was after I was here, wasn't yeah. that? I think that was like three days afterwards. Okay. I got arrested by Secret Service by, okay. for trying to throw a dildo at Trump. Um, and, and how was that process? Um, the process was I got arrested by secret service with a dildo between my legs. Um, and then it was just kind of hidden there for an hour of interrogation and then they let me go. And then they what searched What was the my- interrogation like? Um, it was just in a, a full hour of them asking me all these questions about like, if I'm in love with Donald Trump and like, if I think Donald Trump is in love with me. And I was like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> the opposite of that. Yeah. And then, um, I Were thought they it was- aware of your- this was this was like way before the tattoo. Mm. So this was back in like February, I think. But this is after the ebook. So this is after the you- ebook. Yeah. Well, they had like a file of like all this different stuff on me in like the office, and I was like, "Oh, you knew I was here." And so they were like going through and like flip- they had like a cover of my book printed out inside this little folder thing. And I thought it was Dude, hilarious. The Secret Service has Secret your ebook service. in a file. And I'm on like lists now. I can't attend any like political rallies. Oh my from, god! From like now on, that is and amazing. Then after that, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, "All right, that's fine. It's done. Whatever." Two days later, they came and searched my apartment, 
and then like went through my stuff and then like I kicked them out because like they didn't have a warrant. I was kind of just being nice and be like, all right, I don't have any weapons in here. You can come through and like, look, whatever. And then they started getting super pushy and like going into rooms they shouldn't be like my roommate wasn't even there. And they're like opening his door and like going through his room. And I was like, dude, like I let you guys go through my stuff. Like there's no reason to be like going through, like digging through my drawers. Like I don't have anything in here. And that happened. And I was like, whatever. They're just trying to scare me. Ha ha, whatever. Two days later, I wake up to 15 missed calls from my mom because they were in Michigan and like harassing her. I made her like come into a secret service office and like talk about it with her and like all this shit. It was crazy. It was crazy. And now now my mom and like the secret service became friends and they like text sometimes. Um, I can't believe anyone cares about Donald Trump this much. Like that is crazy. I was, I like was if like, I was a secret service guy assigned to him, I'd be phoning it in so hard. They were like the one secret service guy was just like, I just want to let you know I don't have any political ties to anyone here. And like kind of gave me a little wink. And I was like, oh, you mean you don't care about Donald Trump at all? All right. I see what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, no, that happened. So hmm. haven't heard from them since then. Uh, anything else fun happen? Um, big deals any any business stuff i have a new show coming out what, in uh, three weeks what's that the social one no social is still in progress in okay shit. um this new one is like a charity live stream show fabulous it's like um it's like a telethon online and we're doing all this like crazy stuff and we have like the rock and like steve-o and like uh joe manganiello that's amazing what's the charity um it's for it's so i'm working with this show and like each different week we're doing a different charity on it okay so it's gonna be like we're just doing it's basically just gonna be like a live stream party of us doing insanely stupid things like putting people in drag makeup or like getting a tattoo on my face from somebody. It's just crazy shit. Damn. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, did you guys bring three reasons why you're qualified to give advice? Yes. Let's yeah. go, Molly. All right. Uh, number one, I had a man under 30 beg me to marry him. Ooh. Did you marry him? I mean, not yet, but I'm going to. Oh, is your fiance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> number two, I graduated from a college... What college? Bennington. No what? way. Some girl just called the last podcast and was like, you went to Bennington. She's like, I know you went to Bennington. Anyway, how, what do you think about being an artist, going to Bennington? She was probably talking to you, Molly, but she just said, hey, Molly. I know. And I'm like, what the fuck is Bennington? I went to Boston College. So wait, like, so why don't did you, you fucking unplug call? your ears, bitch? Yeah, let me answer her question. You answered her question for her. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Molly. Wait, is it really clothing optional? Yeah, it's a clothing optional campus. Well, I mean, do people take advantage of that? Just walk around naked all the time? No. That's me. There's, yes. like a, there's like a naked activities club and stuff like that. They'd be like naked frisbee on the lawn. All colleges floor. have those. They're just the dorm rooms. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. That's, see, that's why you've never had a Molly. Problem with two Mollies. Um, okay. She should uh, have specified which Fergie she was talking about. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> I know. Fergie. And uh, what is your third piece? Well, my third is just that I'm the new Fergie. Oh, okay. You're, yeah. That's true yeah um your three reasons um i i can do a few more i have the donald trump suck a dick tattoo i feel like i give good advice now i'm good at life choices um i'm about to get my first house and i'm 22 so i feel like you are where are you doing that santa monica 
You're buying a fucking house in Santa Monica? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not buying a house in Santa Monica. Oh, not my buying God. A house I no, 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 no. literally That's just way too much a dozen bricks. Me. I could not even handle that. Okay. I looked into buying a house, but I was just like, I'm not ready to buy a house yet because, one, I don't want the responsibility of having to deal with it. But I'm renting a house, so close enough, I guess. That is really adult. Yeah. Um, and what was the other thing? Um, Actually, I'm not going to go with the third one because I just realized I should not say that on the air, but I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you guys your questions. Uh, You're at the grocery store. You can buy five items that have to last you the entire week, and you only are allowed to get five items. What are they? Um, Those, what are they? Lindbergh brown rice cakes? Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe go with like a polar... Seltzer pack, I guess. Um, can you go first? Um, I would go with <laughs> I would go with rice because I eat rice a lot. Um, any type of salad things. I've been eating really healthy lately. Um, fuck, what else? Uh, I don't grocery shop. We both want two things only. Yeah, just no. Two things. Okay, I do chicken. I got oh, a Himalayan chicken, salt salmon. block. I've been I've been cooking on my Himalayan salt block, and that's good. Um, it's amazing. Um, that's the most LA thing I've heard today. <laughs> really? <laughs> Himalayan salt block? Yeah. It's what is actually that? Very. Um, well, you know what Himalayan salt is? It's the pink yeah. salt. Yeah. Well, you have never seen a Himalayan salt lamp. Okay, I do know what that is. Yeah. So you can get it in blocks or like in bowls or anything, okay. and you can cook with it. Oh, that sounds good. It's amazing. Is it? Yeah. Do you cook on the block? Yes. That's so interesting, and your food doesn't come out crazy salty? No, it's perfect. That is really? something yeah. I really need to get into. Yeah. I would totally try that. I'm going to an Airbnb tomorrow in Palm Springs because I, like, one, I want to just take Wags because he loves Palm Springs and he's in recovery, but two, I realized I'm secretly so happy because my house is still in renovation and I haven't had a kitchen, and I I love cooking. Mm-hmm. And so I brought, like, I fully went out and bought food to go cook in Joshua or in Palm Springs. I'm so excited. Um, okay. Question number two What movie most closely resembles your romantic life? Uh, fuck. Oh my gosh. You're just like hitting it hard. Just hitting it hard. <laughs> Molly, <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> Yes, the hard questions, huh? <laughs> <laughs> My romantic life right no, now is just like I'm trying to think of like what is like the the sluttiest movie possible. Um, I don't know. There's that movie where all those people have sex all the time, and there's a guy named Seth the Sea. What? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but sure, I saw I watch it's it. called like Orgy or something. I saw it with Christina Lopez. Okay, so you watched a porno. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually I think it's hosted on Pornhub. It's a Pornhub exclusive. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm like trying to stay away from romantic lives right now. Okay, I'm just not dating anyone and just. Well, that sounds like a, the beginning of a romantic comedy to me. <laughs> that like I the know, beginning right? Of romantic First comedy. act, honey. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Mine would be the sweetest thing. Oh, I love that. Aww. Because 
You're a girlfriend kind of girl. You love your girls. I love my girls. Yeah. And I have a, a lobster. Like, I have a, a one. That movie is so vulgar. I forgot how vulgar that movie was, like, uh, until I rewatched it recently. And I was, like, quite shocked. I know. I mean, like, I, it takes a lot to gross me out. And I was like, I, damn, I can't believe that they were, say, like, I, don't, I can't believe those jokes. Anyway, question number three. How do you get a man uh, to beg to marry you? Um, well, you have to, like, start out with a set of God-given tools. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, I mean, you can, like, chime in and you you probably can tell what they are. Right. Um... (laughs) No, can you tell us real quick what those are? Super gorge <laughs> and talented. I mean, I didn't Both say it, but <laughs> and also not. being Fergie number two. Yeah, so you have to do that. Um, but you know, I was so I had a boyfriend for a long time. Yeah, as you know, and then I was dating a lot, and I was like, I was, I was all about that D, and the D was dinner, and I was like going on tons of dates and loving life, and. I just started to feel, and this is the, I felt like we are, like, the texting and all that stuff, it was just too much. I, like... It's a lot. I took it off the table. Yeah. And so, I I think, well, I don't really know. I mean, I guess I didn't really get, I, he just fell so deeply in love with me that it was, like... How could he not? Were you? Well, you I mean, plenty of people have more not. in love with you than you did with him. Like guys fall in love faster. I've heard when well, they are in love. I was shocked when he told me he was in love with me. Like I couldn't believe that he said it so soon, and I didn't say it. How for a soon while. was it? It was like three weeks. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he was, good. He was three locking weeks. it down. He I've had like, guys say it after seven days, which is, I think, almost manipulative. Well, how did it end? Uh. Not well. Yeah. I mean, like, they, I've had that happen twice, and both times it's ended. Um, but I had somebody say, I love you, or like, I want to date you after the first date. And I was like, mm, block. I think I, that was too I think much. I probably was like said, like, I want to be in a relationship. George Lopez. He down, he was like, when I was 18, you. I wanted to be in a relationship with every guy I kissed. Like, I said on this last podcast, I was I'm like, the same I way. That's why I'm like trying not to date You're right now because so I know I just fall with for like every single person all the time, yeah. even if they're super gross. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have to like scale myself back. But yeah, no, I've only had one person be like, I love you after the first date. Who's the grossest time. guy you've ever fucked? Oh. Oh, oh, we can't. Oh, hold on. Um, Molly, how about you? No, I um, I had my first threesome. When? Uh, like, like three nights ago. All dudes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All threes. I know. Um, and <laughs> I should not be telling the story. Um, I'm having a threesome, and a guy did a line of coke as he was getting fucked by me. So. That was probably the grossest one. Yeah. Do yeah. you stay away from that stuff? Was that I have like- so far, but I live in LA, so I mean, like, right. Really, only but that's a matter pretty of time. aggressive. Okay, well, that excuse out- me. You'll be smoking <laughs> Himal- Himalayan salt by the end of next week. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm very excited. Well, that all said, do you guys want to take our phone calls today and give people yes. advice? Yeah. <laughs> Let's give people life. I advice. want the other phone call that was intended for me. Benny's college. <laughs> it was so boring. Twice. Trust me. Aww. I've spared you. Hey, Malls. It's Jessica. Um, so basically, I hooked up with this guy, and then he's like a friend of a friend of a friend, like whatever. 
And then I was out in Fire Island when I, like, saw him at the bar. And, like, we, like, looked at each other kind of weird. And then he literally looked at me and goes, oh, like, you, where do I know you from? And I was like, uh, like, I'm sorry. Like, you literally slept in my bed. So I just, like, want to get, like, your thoughts on this. And, like, should I, like, I mean, I don't, like, feel like I really don't care. But, like, do I care? Like, I don't know. Just, like, let me know what you think. Okay, bye. Really bad. That's like not good. No, first More like of all, Burn Island. Burn, get it? Say it again. No, 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 I want to hear it again. More like Burn Island. Thank you. <laughs> um, why? Okay, so she fucked this guy, and then she saw him again on Fire Island. Yeah. Was he just with a random group of other men? Oh, he was I with mean, a crab. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I mean, I think he might. That could be possible. He could be. He gay. was just drunk and like was just like, oh, you're a girl. Sure, why not? Uh, I think that you should I if I had to take away if I had to have a feeling about this I would be disappointed in myself for sleeping with someone who was so intoxicated that they literally forgot my existence um that's where I would feel bad about that another person would probably tell you that that's nothing to feel bad about but if you're asking me what I would feel bad about in this situation that would be it other than that that's kind of like a like a YOLO, like whatever. You had a one night stand, he didn't remember you, so what? Like Yeah, just suck those dicks. But just, I think if they that, don't remember, it's whatever. But like what guy gets like aggressive or get, what guy gets drunk, fucks a girl, and then like not is a gay guy. Oh no, he would uh, you're right, actually. If he was gay, you would probably definitely remember that. Yeah, like he's yeah, he probably totally like. Remember that. Well, do you or think he was, he was super just gay. pretending? Oh yeah, he was just like, "What are you talking about? I didn't have sex with you. I'm gay." Well, the, I also want to know what happened because he was like, "Do I know you from somewhere?" And she didn't give us the rest of the information. Wait, so wait, did she approach him or did he approach her? What if it's his twin? No, oh my god, she, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, it's her twin. Um, I like oh, this Hallmark true. movie What if already? they're both twin? Oh my god, love. Um, so no, I think that she saw him there and was like, uh... Is he going to say hi? And then like halfway through the night, he's like, hey, you, where do I know you from? Hey, you, I ate your pussy last week, right? <laughs> oh, you think that guys you have one night stands with eat pussy? Uh, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. I've never had a one night stand. Although um, it does. Guys I are almost, terrible. I w- I'm so glad I'm not a woman. Yeah. I don't know. Terrible. Guys really like going down on chicks or so. I don't know. Especially I've noticed guys who guys, like going like, down on chicks are not guys you want going down on you, though. I know they're not. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I intended to have one. NF is once, a virgin. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I don't know. I mean, what's there's really no. Yeah. There's advice no real. Yeah. Here, like, there's no advice. You're not going to see him again. Just go find another. Dick well, to size. I mean, how big is Fire Island? She probably <laughs> saw him at breakfast. <laughs> She saw him at brunch. He was with this whole group of guys. They were having like mimosas. I don't know. She needs to be okay when she makes a sexual decision. If yes. she needs to be okay yeah. with it, regardless. Yeah, of if you're gonna have happened. a one night stand, you need to know it's gonna be a one night stand. That's right. I think that that's a really good piece of advice in general. Like, but also, if I were younger. I would say maybe take this as a sign as like that might be the universe bringing you guys back together and you should probably pursue it. (laughs) (laughs) You're such like, you're like the silver lining. I love that. And we're just the dark clouds. (laughs) No, I'm very optimistic too. Don't bring me into that shit. All right. I'm very optimistic. I'm very optimistic. 
Hey, Malls. It's Kelly in Charleston, South Carolina. And hey, Christina. Uh, first of all, thank you for exposing me to Vanderpump Rules. Never watched it before I listened to your pod, and I can't get enough of it. Um, but I wanted to call to ask you if you are up to date in watching Southern Charm. Of course, living in Charleston um, and watching the show um, makes it kind of fun. I guess maybe it's kind of like you um, living in L.A. with Vanderpump Rules, maybe. I don't know. But um, I'm loving the season. It's ridiculous. Um, and fun and just wanted to see what you thought about it. Please advise. Thanks. I'm so touched that true Charlestonite reached out to us about Southern Charm, my most favorite show of all time. What do you do you watch Southern Charm? Um, I watched uh the like I marathoned the last season and okay. I haven't really well, I kinda picked it up. I'm really mostly concerned about Catherine and that's about it. We all are. Yeah. yeah. Catherine just had the baby. She also on the show she just had the baby. But um in real life she and Thomas officially went to court to um settle out the child support stuff and alimony sort of thing. So um, I'm thinking of her every day right now because I really think it's absolutely despicable the way people on this show treat a 24-year-old pregnant girl. Like, it's just disgusting. Um, But one thing I have been upset about with Southern Charm is, like, the transparency of – what Whitney's deal is like Whitney basically and this is what happened in my mind this is my theory on why on the Craig's Craig's the thing that Craig thought he was shedding light on that was so obvious I thought that was obvious that Whitney had a relationship with Catherine when he offered to pay for her air season one for some reason no one remembers that Catherine's saying that um but I think that basically Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes style like Catherine was approached by Patricia and Whitney to beard Whitney on the show and to like produce some airs. And I think that they were all really on board with that until Catherine was a 21 year old girl and was like, no, I want to fuck Thomas. Like, I'm not into this. I want to fuck Thomas. I would rather just be with that guy. Now, I think if Whitney, I think that if she had gone with Whitney, she would still be taken care of. She wouldn't be in the situation she is now. However, it would have been a, it would have been sick in a totally different way um but she made the 21 year old decision of going with the guy she had the hots for and he's a notorious playboy who she's now like battling in court to get like 12 cents and he's a billionaire what is southern charm about because i literally thought it was like a home redesign show no so southern charm is is basically like vanderpump rules but in the south and it's oh. it circles Wait, around is that the one with the guy named shep Yes. Okay, I know what show that is. So, yeah, there's like Shep, Crab, uh, T-Rev. <laughs> Shep, Rev, Shep, Craig, T-Rev, Catherine, Landon, who I hate. I hate Landon. Landons are always terrible. She's so mean to I don't Catherine. I anybody named Landon that's not a piece of shit. I don't and know anybody And she was on The Hills. She's divorced. Yeah, she's divorced. And she was on The Hills, but then she Oh, my God. Wait, is that the same? Her movie would Landon be Kramer versus Kramer. Was there a Landon on The Hills? Like in the office, I think so. she worked at the office with Heidi. I watched I think. the Hills spinoff. Um, what was the New York spinoff of that show? The City. The City. Yeah. Is that what it was called? <laughs> yeah. That show was so bad. I mean, you did. You could have like guessed probably. I probably could have guessed what it was called. <laughs> the Metropolis. Or... The Metropolis. What was it? The the what? Um, yeah, no, that show was really bad. Yeah. But I don't really watch reality TV. I didn't anymore. get around to the city, but uh, she was on. I think that Landon, because she said she claims that she didn't want to participate in the hijinks that was on the hills, which I doubt 
is true because it seems like she'll do anything. Um, <laughs> I feel like she wants to get the screen time that she was not given back then and she's down to play dirty. And it's just not – I said to Ed the other day, I said she's just like – four years too old to be that mean to like 21 year old girls like she just she? she's like she's like my age she's like well she's probably closer to 34 she's probably like i i'm I 32 i'm still mean to 21 year olds when i'm that when i'm like 34 you can i think as a gay guy you can be oh that's true yeah. i get like a pass to be mean to anyone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i don't know what other bravo shows any bravo shows from you guys yeah Vanderpump. I really go in and out. Wait, you were you you did the bartending? Yes, for, I bartended. Watch what happens live. Okay, tell you? me about that whole experience. I mean, it was like I wish I had, I wish I had felt more comfortable. To be honest, yeah, I really didn't let my light shine bright. Why did you feel uncomfortable? It just is such a. I mean, it's just they are really. I mean, they, it was Heather Dubrow mm-hmm. and Gillian Jacobs. Okay, were the guests, and Andy was so sweet, but didn't you know there was no con- he didn't didn't know who I was, and we had really nothing. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah, that seems like it'd be. You're just kind of like, like, and yeah. they, it, it's in and out too. It's yeah, like a live really, show. He so was just like, "Oh, you're so cute." What <laughs> happens during the commercials? Nothing. Do people I mean, all get really drunk? I think Andy does. Yeah. Um, and like there's the a really small audience. Very small. Is that now? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I again, I was on with Heather Dubrow and Gillian Jacobs. They weren't, like, getting wasted. Yeah. They were both very nice. That's good. Yeah. That is good. When life gives The you bartending lemon, part of it looks like it would be, like, an awkward thing to do, it's though. It's super awkward. Because you're kind of just, like, you, like, stand there and, like... You never make a drink. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're not making a drink. I was standing next to one of the producers who's awesome. And we chatted a lot. That's good. Yeah. Was was she like your co bartender? He, he no, no. He was just like he there. wasn't on camera. He was just yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um. Well, I've always I've always wanted to go to see a taping of that more than anything in the world. Um, well, I've always wanted to go to Villa Blanca or Sir. I went to Villa Blanca for my thirty first birthday, and it was just okay. Yeah. Uh. But I need to know about the rock shrimp tempura. That's like all I want to know about is the quality of the rock shrimp tempura. At it, it's actually really good. It's good at pump. I knew it. It's really, <laughs> really good it. at pump. I knew it. Um, we went to pump. It was me. Pump is the one next to uh, the Abbey, right? Yes. Okay. At Lisa's table was Ken, Jiggy, Lance Bass, Lance's boyfriend, and Meredith Vieira. Heaven. <laughs> when they sat, you were they like take some time and. Kind of, but not really. Um, at one point, though, I was going to the bathroom and like Jiggy was seated right behind me, and I yeah. put my hand out for him to sniff as I was walking by. And Lisa goes, "Naughty boy!" And she like picks him up and like pulls him away from me. And I'm like, "I would have oh, been more I'm offended by that than anything else." It was like, "Let your dog smell me." Like, yeah, I just let Jiggy pet your smell dog. me. I'm loving the new dog, uh, Rumpy Pumpy. No, Maybe the cocker spaniel. Oh, uh, what's her what name? I um, I love her like whole situation. The mini ponies, the swans, it's all enviable. Yeah. Um, she bought her house. <laughs> it all just comes back in a circle. <laughs> yeah. While we're on the topic, let's talk about the Abbey for a second. Cause I went there for the first time. Uh-huh. Have you ever been there? Of course. I spent my twenties there. That place is like, I went there on like a Sunday at like 3 PM 
And there were so many people there. It's the highest volume bar in terms of cash. It's like the n- best performing bar in the un- in I think maybe even the world. Really? Yeah, because really? It, it makes it makes so much money. It's always packed. It's open seven days a week, three meals a day. Like that's so crazy. Yeah, and you can go into the Abbey and get you know um, grilled shrimps th- and or any something to drink anytime you want. You know what I mean? Good to know. Always down to but, know about a shrimp. Always down I just, to know more about some shrimp. Shrimp ain't easy. You know? Shrimp ain't easy. But I, uh, I don't in general endorse the food. It's like we've talked about it before on the podcast, but in, unless you are a little bit disappointed with your food at Sir, like you haven't had the full experience. Like it's all, it's always like this is sexy and unique, acceptable. Acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But it is super sexy <laughs> and, unique, and, and it is restaurant. <laughs> um, can we talk about Loot Crate for two? Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Make sure to head over to lootcrate.com slash malls. That's M-O-L-L-S. And enter code malls. That's M-O-L-L-S. To save $3 off on any new subscription. Hey, malls. Um, I have been a huge fan for a really long time. And I think that you are, like, the dopest. Um, but I just got out of, like, a four maybe it was five year relationship and my friends convinced me to sign up for Tinder. And I was just wondering if you had any advice for like how to go about using Tinder. Thanks again. Love you so much. Bye. I feel that I am Tinder's ideal user because I know how to use it better than most people. Do you want to, I want to like, this is a real question I have too, because I haven't used it in like years and now I'm back on it mm-hmm. after like, I think it was like two and a half years probably since I've used Tinder. Yeah. So what is what is your what is your Tinder advice? You were in a relationship for two and a half years? Yeah. It's recently yeah. ended. When? Yeah. Like three weeks ago, a month ago ish, mm. something like that. Yeah. Why do you think he's too young to have been in that long of a relationship? How old are you? Twenty two. Twenty two. No. It was how long it was two and a half years? I think it was two. Okay. It was about two. Everybody, everybody who says they were in a relationship for two years was in a relationship for a year and a half. <laughs> I feel like that's actually probably it's, really true. Yeah. Let me. I mean, which still counts, but a year, yeah. a year and a half, just yeah, over a year and a half. You point. are actually completely right. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you crawl past there, you get like very specific. Some people like go like four years or four years become six years. Really? You know what I mean? I yeah, Kristen from Vanderpump does that with Tom. Well, or like she'll we're... say we were together for like eight years, and he was like, it was four, maybe <laughs> three and a half. Like, like I'll give you four, but don't. Yeah, like yeah. crazy. Um, but that is a really, really, really good point. I love that you said that. Um, have you ever been on a dating app? No. Um, okay, this is a story from the depths. Okay. From the depths. Uh, I've never been on any of your new dating apps, but I did go on J-Date once. Okay. And I am Jewish, but I'm not religious whatsoever. And in fact, I don't really know much about the religion. Like, I went on Birthright, and everyone's like, you, like, you ever heard of Israel before? (laughs) Um, And I was like, I, my 
Okay, so then one day someone started calling me from like a random number and telling me that they were going to come find me. And I was freaking out. This was going on all day. And so I they were going to come really, find you? Yeah. Like in a threatening way? Yeah. Okay. And I got really like, I was like mad at this guy that I had been ta- like talking to on JD. And he's yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I found out that it was my friend's using a voice changer and pranking me all day and i got so you like flipped out on this guy yes that's so bad so i decided to quit (laughs) i love that story i've only been on it for like for like maybe like the past like two weeks or whatever but it's been one terrible like every i went on like a bunch of dates just because like i love i love bad dates i think they're the funniest thing yeah yeah like i love i I love love having datesters i have so many of them yeah and so i started going on them and like it was just one like it like got worse and worse and worse as it went and i was like this is great this is i love bad dates because they're so entertaining so fun yeah so fun I like to meet a random. Oh yeah, I like to yeah. I oh like yeah, to, like pry out combo combos and like deets and like oh yeah, what what their whole deal is. Anyway, keep going. What Me? Yeah. Oh no, it was just it was just bad dates after one after the other, and then I kind of like stopped using it, mm-hmm. and was just like maybe I'm just not going to use Tinder for a while, especially after like the last ones. Um, I went on a date with one guy, uh, who cried twice during the date. Oh god. Um. I went on a date with one guy <laughs> who uh, was clearly on meth. Oh no! So that was that was cute. I went out with a guy who was on coke the whole time. Yeah, that was, was like, I did that the other day. Yeah, uh, that was a fun one. Like not like just on coke, but like continuously throughout the night doing coke. Yeah. Um, I God. I got offered crack cocaine through Grinder twice, so I just went ahead and deleted that. Yeah. Um. Actually, it was four times. And then I also had, like, I had, like, a cloud or something, like, in my, just the emoji, because I didn't want to, like, write a bio, because I hate writing bios for those. Yeah. And so I just had, like, a cloud, and they were like, oh, you selling? And I was like, what? And they are like, they're like, Tina. And I was like, what the fuck? And I have to, like, Google it. And I was like, oh, Tina means crystal meth. Oh, okay, good. Uh, no, I'm not, but thank you for asking. Oh, my God. And okay. they're like, oh, well, do you want some? Because I have some. And I was like, why are you asking if I'm selling it if you already have some? Just like, trying, trying to, like, to like, double up. Just trying to, like... Just trying to, like... Yeah, he's, like, trying find to find something people. in common so we yeah. have something to talk about. I think I'm really good at helping people make their Tinder profiles. Oh, you are? Yeah. They generally don't take my advice, but... What's your advice? I, like, I think I'm going to let you write mine right here. Okay. I'm going to, in the meantime, while you Molly is writing, I'm going to tell you my tips for Tinder. It's a volume game. I've said this before. You need to swipe right on as many people you can who seem decent and you are mildly attracted to. If I agree with that. You really have to keep your personality uh, check on. Remember that, like, you can see in someone's eyes what their personality is a lot of the times and really look for that. If a person looks superficial, it's because they usually are. And if that's a trait you don't like in someone, then just skip them. This is like online dating. You do need to be discerning in some capacity. Then once you guys start talking, I say about five texts each. Like after after like 10 texts total, you guys should know whether or not you're going to want to meet up for a drink. And then you should like, I don't get talking for two days. I don't get even talking for a whole night. Go straight to the drinks because that's the end goal. You need to find out if you and this person have chemistry in real life. Meet in a public place. 
Um, take an Uber or take your own car. Never like get in someone's car and just go out and have fun. Like allow, like start a Tumblr. Like make it a fun thing. Like I really, really <laughs> like like seriously. Go home and like you make it a writing exercise. Like look, I mean the reality of it is is that you're. I had someone say to me, "Have you ever felt like you're attracted to like eighty percent of the people you meet?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "Well, what about like 60? And I was like, I would say I'm attracted to one out of every 1,000 people I meet. Like, that's probably about right. And it's not because I'm a really picky person. It's just because I imagine most people are covered with germs and, like, not not, <laughs> not germs that are compatible to my germs. Like, you know, you need someone to be, like, the same level of, gro- like, of gross as you. And, uh, yeah, I just – I don't know. So I – ugh, no. Uh, but, yeah, then you get to the date. Most of the times it's just going to be, like, a dinner. All about that D. I'm totally with you there. I don't kiss on first dates unless I really feel compelled. I usually do not. Um, You know, uh, I would say at the first sign of a red flag or a creepiness, run. You don't because you have the option. Um, You can just unmatch. Um, I was felt really bad about unmatching for a while until a girlfriend of mine. I said to her, I actually ran into her at brunch and I was like, I just matched with this guy on Tinder and like I asked him what he does for a living and he he drives an Uber. And she was like, oh. And I was like, am I allowed to like not want to date a guy who drives an Uber? Like, is that a dick thing? And she's like, just unmatch. I I swipe right on so many people that like, and I usually, my favorite thing to do is get really drunk and go on Tinder or I'll just let, I'll honestly just let my friends take my phone and just swipe on people or talk to them and have full conversations. And cause they think it's hilarious or on Grindr, especially they'll go through like all the different people and just like ask them the weirdest shit. My roommate, who's like my best friend who you met, Nick, um, he, he'll like take my phone and go on Grinder and just message people. And he had this conversation with this guy and he's just like, I want you to come over and just, just come over and fuck me right now. And the guy's like, all right. And he's like, do you want me to bring anything? And he's like, yeah, can you bring a corkscrew so you can just, just put it in the tip of my penis, just screw it in. And the guy's like, what? That's kind of weird. And he's like, all right, well you can just use sandpaper. That's fine too. And I like have full kind of, these guys will like agree to do it. But on Tinder, the unmatching thing, like I have. I match with so many people because I do it when I'm drunk. And then I like realize the next day and I was like, oh, shit. And then I'll like unmatch them. Or if they say, hey, and I like look and I'm just like, oh, never mind. I like unmatch them. I don't really feel bad about it. I probably should, but I don't. And then I also was supposed to hand this to you and I got high because and I completely forgot. So a hijack. What is uh, you can you can read what you're changing in it to. Okay, Edit profile. Here we go. Um, I'm going to keep your bio, but I'm going to write sixth man for the L.A. Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) What is my bio right now? Piece of shit who writes jokes in a Donald Trump porn book. So there's that. (laughs) Okay, great. I don't remember writing that, but I'm glad Uh, I'm also playing for the Lakers now. Molly, what do you think of my profile? Oh, you liked that at Lakers. I did. Well, I want. I she was like ready. She's like, all right, I'm ready. Because I have kind of a bit in mine, and a lot of guys don't get it, and I want to know what you think. Okay, I want to read. I'll get back to that as well. I want the I want the Tinder whisperer to tell me. Love Joan. It's picture me and Joan Rivers. (laughs) Don't come at me with your Hollywood bullshit. I'm down to earth as fuck and don't want to talk about work. Yeah. All right. I gotta say, like, 
It, it's a little too real. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely. Look at all of my pictures. Go through every picture is me with a celebrity. Do you get it? You have passed your soulmate by. One thousand percent. He has Anybody? swiped. What's the bad one? Left. Left. He has swiped left. Hard left. If anybody He's has like a picture, terrified of me. If yeah, anybody he has a picture, I'm serious. <laughs> if anybody has a picture with a celebrity this or in John front of like a red one carpet, needs to stay though. <laughs> Just let him know what he's up against. Okay, so let's reinvent my Tinder right now. Oh, Molly's like, you are never going to find a date again. Do you really think that I'm fucked? I literally swipe left on anyone with a I red mean, carpet going- picture or like a yeah. picture with a celebrity. You're going so hard in the paint with that bit. <laughs> you need to like, you need to pull it back a little bit. Open up your options a touch more. Okay, so my friend said my profile was going too hard in the paint. Too hard in the paint. I'm all about the basketball metaphors. I did have season tickets to New York Liberty growing up. We got next. WNBA. All right. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gay, so I don't know anything about sports. It's the Except WNBA. For- <laughs> if there's any NBA that I Joan would know Jett of, had tickets next it would be to me. WNBA. I love Joan Jett. She's amazing. She is. I met her at something once. And she was super sweet. Um, okay, Molly, what's going on on your phone over there? Well, I'm saying my friend said my old profile's bit was going too hard in the paint and my soulmate <laughs> you could just probably keep a, passed me by. <laughs> you could just keep going with that celebrity thing. Just be like, Molly Tarlow told me that my profile <laughs> goes too hard in the paint when she was on my podcast and just like put everything in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> missed up. It's a okay. missed opportunity. We'll work on this later. Yeah. We'll work, we'll on, work this on this later. later. Yeah, this is a, this is another day, another time sort of thing. What is the worst dates you've gone on, both of you? Uh... So I used to work in cast. It, like when I first moved to LA, I, I I got awkward about a year after I moved to LA. So I worked in I worked at a casting office, mm-hmm. and I met a lot of men over the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because. I love to chat. You love to chat. Um, and I went and met up with one of them to see. What do you mean you met people over the phone? Like, like agents. You would call- oh, Like okay. that would call in. Oh. So like this one guy called and he's like, hey, I'm calling I was like about- almost thinking like phone dating, like those sex lines at night where you no. just like call and talk to them. No, I like answer <laughs> the phones and collect dates. Um, <laughs> collect dates. <laughs> So he like called in and he was talking about a project that wasn't ours. Yeah. He was like, oh, I, w- I want to talk about this person for we need to talk about Kevin. And I was like, what? Because, you know, it hadn't come out yet. Yeah. And I was like, we need to talk about who? And then um, I was like, you need to take more Ginkgo Biloba. Like, that's the wrong office. And he's like, what? And I was like, Ginkgo Biloba? It helps with your memory. <laughs> and he was like, um, okay. And then... He <laughs> he was like, what the fuck is this girl talking about? Yeah. And then he called back another time and he was like, hey, are you Ginga Biloba? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you've been taking I hope it. that's what he like screamed during sex. He's like, oh, Ginga Biloba. I didn't have sex with him. Okay. I'm like not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Molly's a virgin. I'm a virgin. I am a virgin. <laughs> oh, me oh. Too. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my bad. Both Molly. I'm just, that's just how I refer to both of you at once now. It's just Molly. Yeah. How um, do you move So you your- go on a date with him. So we went and met up for the re-release of, um, oh my God, uh, Raging Bull. Okay. And we went into the movie and he tried to kiss me during the movie. <laughs> during A, Raging Bull. B, 
we had never met. We yeah. went be be during a movie. Like that's weird. Like yeah, that's weird. I'm down to make out, but not in a movie theater. Yeah, especially when there are just like Bobby D's fans <laughs> all over the the theater. You know, the first like the first actual date I ever went on. I mean, I went out with him again, of course. <laughs> of course, <laughs> my first ever date, like I actually went on. I went to it was like one of the Hunger Games movies or something came out, and so I went. It was a theater full of children, like. Full of children. And this guy, like, just like, trying to make out with me and, like, feel me up during the movie. And I'm like, no, literally, I've never met you before except for right here. And there's Movies we're, like, are the so- worst dates. Don't go Movie to dates movie. are fucking terrible. I mean, it's fine for, like, a fourth date. You, like, yeah. want to see a movie and yeah. then whatever. But- I also hate bar dates, too. Oh, well, you need to – I need like, to be going to a restaurant. I need to be fed. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I Okay, but my thing is, like, really uncomfortable eating in front of people. I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, me too. That's why – so it's good for your diet <laughs> and you get a free meal. <laughs> That's true. My, okay, so the worst date I had ever had was – I'm like, what was, are carbs? I don't know. What are carbs? I don't know what those – I don't eat bread. What do you mean? Oh, I didn't even know Cheesecake Factory had bread. <laughs> um, so – Wait, you guys have two kinds of bread? <laughs> That's two? Wow, this no, is so this is crazy. this is too much. This is, you guys can take some of these away if you want. <laughs> but bring olive oil vinegar. But bring all the back. So I'm on this date. It was like somebody I met through Tinder and we would we were talking for a long time. It was like like months because he lived like far away. I was like I was like driving home from whatever on a vacation something. So we started talking through there brag. and then I such moved. a brag. Such a brag. And so it was through Cleveland, Ohio, so it wasn't really a brag. That's like the opposite of a brag. So I moved to Cleveland for a year because I was working on a project there. And so I was in Cleveland for a year, and that's where he lived. And he was like, oh, we should go on a date. We've been, like, talking, whatever. So he kept inviting me out, and I kept blowing him off because I was, like, busy. And, like, I don't, I didn't really want to hang out with him that much. And so was super hot, though. Like, mega hot. And so he was, like, he messaged me. And he was just like, we have to go to this bar. Like, I'm right down the street from where you where you live. Like, just come out. So I was like, oh, fine. So I get there. He was like 5'4", maybe. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was 6'2". Why did you think that? Because I'm pretty sure sh- I, w- I thought that was like a conversation that we had had. And I was just like, oh, how tall are you? He was mega short, which I was like, oh, that's different. And then like had- it was like chain smoking like four cigarettes like a th- and was hammered drunk like beyond drunk first date 8 p.m gone like well, super he's very drunk. short so it probably takes <laughs> it just hit him real hard so he gets inside and we're at like this super like straight dive bar he like puts on share and's like getting into it and like all these straight guys at the bar like getting pissed off and he's just hammered and i was like that's that's pretty funny and then he turns around and like kept trying to make out with me like maybe like 15 minutes after we like initially met. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, like you smell like cigarettes really bad because like you have one in your mouth. And you're like, trying to make out with me as you like he was still like had one in his mouth. He's trying to make out with me. And he goes, what? And he like turns around and like tries to make out with me again, dumps an entire beer on my lap. And I was just like, oh, man. I'm He's just- like, oh, yeah, well, your dick smells like beer. <laughs> no, your dick smells <laughs> like beer. And so he was wearing my jacket because when I got there, it was middle of winter, by the way. And I get there, and he's just wearing a T-shirt. And he's outside, and I was like, "Why are you? What are he's you?" He's unhinged. Oh, he was gone. And I was just like, "What are you doing?" And he was just like, oh, "I gave my sweater to this girl." And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "I don't know. It's like a four hundred dollars sweater." And I was like, "All right, like I don't care at all. Um, I don't 
sure, <laughs> I yeah. guess. And he's like, well, I could. So I did. And I was like, okay, well, now you're cold. So who really so won there? Really. So you couldn't really. So I give him my jacket. And it was like my favorite jacket. And I was like, mm, fuck. So as soon as the beer thing happened, I got up. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go change my pants. I'll be right back. Zero intention of going back there. And so I get in the car. And I was like, fuck, though. That's my jacket. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to change real quick because I'm literally covered in beer. And then I'm going to come back here. So and I was like, I was underage as well. So like, I didn't want to be driving like covered in beer. And so I left, texted him and I was like, all right, I'm on my way back. I just going to come and grab my jacket and then I got to go. I got to wake up early. So he's like, oh, we're not there anymore. And I was like, okay, where are you? And he's like, Tina's. And I was like, we like him in your jacket? No, him and his friend that were there. And so he's like, well, I'm at Tina's. And like, oh, and his friend Wait, came on the day, too. is that about the cloud also? What? Tina's? <laughs> Tina's? The cloud? No, 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 no. Okay. So. I'm trying to keep up. The cloud, <laughs> Tina. No, so we go to this bar named Tina. This is like the first time I'd ever gone out in Cleveland. I pull up to this bar, and it's a, like, little all-cement shack with half of the lights out on the sign and an eight-foot barbed wire fence wrapped around. It looked like a prison yard. And I, like, walk in, and I was just like, what the fuck? Where am I? And it was, like, the most, like, hood club I've ever been in. But, like, the gays had took it over, so it was, like, really shitty. So they named it Tina's. They named it Tina's. Um, Got there. He's like, I don't want to sing your song. It's karaoke. Start singing me love songs. And, like, pointing directly at me. And I was like, all right, this is way too much. And so I grabbed my jacket, and I was like, oh, I'm going to leave. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to smoke, and let's say bye. Go outside, and then he, like, reaches down my pants and, like, tries to jerk me off outside of this club. And I was like, gotta go. And then I left. So are you guys getting married? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a weird painting for me to see high. Oh, my God. Is that your Tinder pic now? It's an Olsen twin hiding behind a passport. Oh, my (laughs) God. No, Molly, I fully just changed my entire (laughs) Tinder profile. I hate you for making me realize that my bit was going too hard. How Too long hard have you paint. had that bit up? Oh, like six months. Oh my god! <laughs> no, he has out. moved on. I know he they've is all getting actually... married in November. In you know Maui. Good. He's already I don't know. I'm fine. That's fine. I don't want to get married. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you not want to get married? The more. I think about it, the more I'm wondering why I would do that to myself. And it needs to be with the right person. Yeah. And I don't have that person. I don't desire it for the sake of it. I, same thing with children. Like the last thing I would want to do is have children and then drag them through a life. But I feel yeah. like that's a good place to be because I feel like that's where I'm at too. Where I'm like, I don't know who I want to marry yet, so I don't want to marry anyone. Yeah. Like I don't want to get married just to be married. I want to be married because I actually want to like marry that person. Yeah. yeah. And or I like, didn't and, always feel that way. Yeah. And it's like, and I don't want to have kids yet because like I'm not ready to have kids with that person. That yeah. I marry. So I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah. I didn't think I would be getting married this Young. <laughs> <laughs> when are you guys getting um, were married? Were you always like about that though? Like um, marriage and stuff like that? Were you like. No, I mean, I've always like thought it was in my future, but I wasn't like, oh, I need to like find a husband yeah. at all. Yeah. I truly would have never, could have never told you that I would be like, I did not see it in the near future. At yeah. All. Well, it's amazing. Um, You guys, let's take our next call. Hey, Malls. First of all, I'm a huge fan of you in general. Um, I love the pod. I've been following you for years. Um, so I'm Caitlin. I'm 25. I'm happily married with a toddler and actually another baby on the way. 
girl, I'm just trying to get those kids out of the way so I'm not in a school pickup line when I'm 50 and I'm in Europe instead. You know what I'm saying? Um, I live in Oklahoma City. I'm kind of calling you mid-breakdown. <laughs> Probably not the best time to call because I might cry, but here's the situation. Um, my best friend just graduated college, and he lived with us for his last year of college. Um, his boyfriend and his other good friend moved to Chicago when they graduated, and so his plan has always been um, to move to Chicago and live with them whenever he graduated. So anyway, today was the day that he moved out. Um, the past few days have been super hard, but today was obviously um, pretty terrible. He's like, okay, so he's kind of like my Ed Hansen. I would just, you know, view it as if Ed was moving away from you, I guess. I don't know. Um, I guess I just need some advice as to how to deal with this adjustment period because until we get used to, you know, until we get used to not seeing each other all the time. Emotional, we've, emotionally, we are both kind of wrecks right now. I'm so, so excited and happy that he's going to chase his dreams and live the life he wants. I, I really am. He's so special. And if anyone can do it, it's him. But it's still so hard. I'm mostly a stay-at-home mom. I'm a birth doula on the side. So I really got used to his company, and he helped so much with the loneliness that you get when you are a stay-at-home mom. I'm not a super codependent person, even though you probably can't tell from this call, but I just feel like I lost a huge part of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm just looking for some ways to cope with all this initial sadness um, and the start of a long-distance friendship. Thank you so much for the advice, and thank you so much for doing this every week. It's definitely something I look forward to every Wednesday. Thanks, guys. Okay, guys, thoughts? Oh, that's how you're starting this? I mean, I can go. <laughs> um, I mean, you were in a movie called Gay Best Friend, GBF, yeah. so you know about this, Molly. Well, yeah, I mean, I think this is – it doesn't it's not the thing that he's gay it's just like her i know i mean <laughs> i just i know i okay I this is in? what i think yeah this is what i think i think that you are 25 and when you're 25 you're still off the heels of college which is a very social time um and when I was 25, Ed and I both had jobs, but he and I would talk on the phone every single morning for two to three hours straight every morning. And, um, you know, as we've gotten older, we stopped doing that as much. And there is like, you know, there was a adjustment period where um, at first it was kind of a shock that we weren't spending like six days a week together and that we weren't talking on the phone for three hours every day. Um but the reality of it is, is we both just got busier and busier with life. We both started seeing different, you know, seeing different people. Relationships have come and gone. New friends have entered the picture. Um, lifestyle changes. All sorts of different things have happened over the 10 years um, that Ed and I have been friends. And in general, I just want to say that as you get older, you become less and less social and less and less in need of this level of social contact. Him living with you is really intense shit all the time. Um, but basically I, I think that what you need to do is because you are so alone at home with the single motherhood or, uh, with the stay at home mom stuff and feeling like your best friend moved away. I think right now is a really good time for you to find a lot of interests because your friends are just going to keep on getting busier and, um, 
you need to to get busy yourself. I mean, you're obviously busy with your kids, but there's ways you, you can do things that you're not alone. There's places you can yeah, take like your I've kids. Had, yeah, like I've had my friend, well, like my best friend Kelly, she lives yeah. in North Carolina. And so like we were like, grow, like I've known her for like probably like seven years, I think, or something. And like we would talk on the phone every single day, like multiple times a day or for like long periods of time. Yes. But then it was like as we started, like I started working a lot and then she started working a lot. And then or, and then like I got a boyfriend for a long time and like she was she got busy with like comedy stuff and like her job and all that. And like so now we like talk like like maybe like once a week on the phone or something and like we text throughout it. Yeah. But I feel like the issue with her thing is like she's just kind of like at home and like they live together. So like they were used to being together all the time. Yes. And also like you um the the flip side of what you were saying about getting your kids done now so you can have the, your 50s travel. I I really loved that when you said it, but when I think that that's directly impacting the situation because it's not as if, you know, when you say to me, what if Ed moved across the country? I don't think at this point in my life that, I mean, Ed used to cry at the mere thought of me moving to Austin, Texas someday. Um, But I just am realistic about the fact that if he had to move or if I had to move, we would just, we would talk on the phone all the time. We would fly out to see each other. We would be together all the time, maybe even closer, um, because the time we were together had to be really quality. Um, but the flip side of that is that, yeah, you can't travel. It is going to be on him to come to you most of the time. Um, it's like, you know, you guys can FaceTime and do, and do whatever, but you are kind of locked at home. So, um, you know, unless you have a really awesome husband who can take over the kids totally by himself for an entire weekend, like, I think you should, Yeah. Yeah, and I think that you should definitely not look at it as, like, losing a best friend roommate. But, I mean, like Malls was saying, like, gaining a best friend in Chicago and also go – I mean, you obviously – you find use your resources. You listen to this podcast every week. There's so much stuff that you can figure out. And, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know what goes on in Oklahoma City. <laughs> but – um, I'm sure there's more gays there. Just go, just pick out another one. Just go to the club and just no. grab one. I think Oklahoma City is having like a, revi- a revival. Really? If I've heard that. I think I've heard heard that. Like the musical or? <laughs> uh, maybe. No. Um, I think, Wags, Wags, calm down. He doesn't like your jokes about Oklahoma City. Uh, I think it's very hip right now. I think it's like the hipster area. Oh. Maybe I'm wrong. Oklahoma City, really? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I feel like hipsters would totally go to Oklahoma City. Just be like, oh, yeah, I live in Oklahoma City. Just go make new friends. Go to like a... Yeah, well, there's that... Isn't there an app like Meetup and it's not for dating? It's for like people who are passionate about hiking or space. <laughs> I've used that app. Is it great? I've so my ex, my No, it's terrible. My ex, like, he was just like, I want to meet new people. Let's use this like app thing and like go like network with people when we first moved here. And I was like, well, like, I don't want to meet anyone. So... But I'll go. And so we went well, to like opposites attract. <laughs> so we go to this bar and it was like it was like the people you would like think would use that app, I guess. I don't know. It was just like really awkward. It was super awkward. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, hon. 
Well, I'm a But you should. What? I have no idea. What was the, what was the thing? Because there's a thing you have to like. Oh, we all like this, so let's meet up. Was it? Just no, the drinking? thing was just. No, it was just. Yeah, it was just drinking. Oh, it was just like, okay. oh, let's all meet at the bar. So maybe that was maybe what it was. Maybe like a men, math one. Were they women? A math one. Yeah. <laughs> or like what? Were they men? Were they women? Like, uh, it was a lot of men, but like straight, kind of creepy guys, and then uh, a few women, like not too many. And the majority of them kind of put it together. So you know, it might be sweet for her too if they each wrote um, <laughs> a, like one, like an, a happy thing they missed about each other every day and sent it every day. That might be that's cute, cute, right? That is cute. Yeah, that is really cute. I think that is really cute. You guys, I f- I feel you're going to be fine. I think that you're also in the middle of losing your best friend. You're growing up. This yeah, is very- you're 25. She's you not even like, losing a best friend. She's literally just getting. Like, yeah, he's she's just not moving. losing yeah. a best like, friend. Like she'll she'll go out there and visit him. Well, it's like when you don't have a roommate anymore, and you're like, oh, oh that who do I sucks. hang with? Yeah, yeah, that's what it. That's yeah. what it is. So you're yeah. not. I mean, the relationship, the strength of the relationship doesn't have to change at all. That's yeah. true. You just need a new hanging friend. Yeah. Which, that's just part of growing up. I've been, like, staying in Venice for, like, half of my time lately. You're so fancy. Oh, so fancy. And so my roommate, who is in Orange County, was just like, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? (laughs) Because he works from home. and Yeah. So so Nick was just like, what what am I supposed to do if you're not here to go to hookah bars with me right now? Like, what am I going to do? Uh, so he just, I mean, that's a really good question. Now that you bring it up, I'm awfully concerned about Nick. What is he going to do without you? There? I don't know. He's just, he's just watching X Files in his room like constantly. That's good. Does well, he's he have- moving out here now. Okay, good. Yeah, we're getting yeah. we're getting it together. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. So he'll be out here too. But um, yeah, for now he's just like there for like four I days a week Nick's alone. In love with you. He probably is. Yeah, probably is. Want to take another call? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Alton Christina, and whoever the guest is. Um, I was just talking to you on Snapchat about the mother-daughter experience, and you told me I should call. So um, I, like, just want to know what you think about Courtney Stodden and her mom and their, like, crazy bullshit. Like, watching that is just insane. And I know that they, like, edit it and producers, like, probably feed them lines and, like, set up different scenarios for them or whatever. Not probably. I know that they do for a fact. But do you, like, what do you think about all that? Like, her mom for sure wants to fuck her, right? Like, that's pretty fucking insane. That, and then I think, like, I never, I mean, I haven't really, like, followed Heidi Montag really since the hill, since the hills, but... She's a goddamn mess, too. I don't know. I just want to know what you think about that whole thing, especially Courtney Sodden, though, like, because I'm just intrigued. Like, I never knew that her mom was that crazy. Like, I knew that the whole situation was nuts or whatever, but, yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Hey, I literally just called, and I hung up before I forgot to mention something. I was the one who called about Courtney Sodden and the mother-daughter experience. I don't care if you play this one online, but are on air, but um, please, please tell me what you think about Courtney's accusations about her mom pretty much being a pedophile and, like, stealing her boyfriend away ever since she was 14, because that is fucking insane, too. Okay, that's it. Thank you. (laughs) 
Well, I think Courtney's mom might have like a sexual, like whatever the sexual version of Munchausen syndrome. I mean, I think it's just called Munchausen. I mean, like she's like Muncherhausen. 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 She, I think, is like Courtney is as sexualized as she is because her mom has been using her since she was like little girl appearance. Since she was when she was twelve. She baited a cashier from the grocery store back to their house using Courtney. What? Yeah. She's what like, the Do fuck? you want to come I've never over heard and this. hang out with my I, daughter? The only things I know about Courtney Stodden were because she started her Twitter account or whatever in like 2011 or something. Yeah. And that was like right around the time I started doing like Twitter stuff. And people were like, you need to look at her account right now. And she would tweet just like pictures of herself. She was like 16, I think. Yeah. And she would just be like laying out like completely naked with something covering her tits. And she's just like... With, like, the most, like, inspirational quote, but, like, with the words changed to, like, lick me or something. It was so gross. Yeah. And she's... Courtney's amazing. Yeah, she's great. I love it. (laughs) I mean, look, here's the thing is that she's obviously insane. I I can't be too surprised. She did give her or sign off her her marriage to that year old daughter yeah he was like 40 52 50 yeah and she was 16 yeah he was in the green love is love is love like gross Uh, (laughs) well but he liked her first the heart wants the heart Allegedly. Wait a minute. I know. Wait a minute. Do not, I don't believe that. Really? I don't believe that at was he gonna, all. Was he like trying to like fuck the mom and then like just married the daughter That's instead? what the mom says. The that's mom some Woody claims Allen shit. that like Doug first hit on her. But and she's that, like, but I'm married. And that's where I draw the line. <laughs> but I'm married. <laughs> and like, I think that she might have even like coaxed Courtney to be with him. Mm. Like, well, no, she I'm She definitely sure. left them alone. Yeah, for sure. Oh, gross. It's so gross. I don't, I don't even... Uh, I watched, like... they do, they Didn't they do, like, a reality series on her and... Uh, what's his name? Doug? Mm, maybe. They did, or no, it was, like, a YouTube series or something. Whatever it was. I watched it. It was the cringiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It was, like, if Honey Boo Boo Child's mom, like, raised another child. What were their interactions like? I mean, she it, has many children. <laughs> Um, no, 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 like, uh, th- I think he, like, he was, like, trying to, like, wrap his arm around her, and she was just, like, clearly, she was like, grossed out by him? oh, yeah, totally grossed out. Wow. And then, like, you'll see them in, like, other things where she acts like she is, like, all into it, and she's just, like, I love Dougie, and it's, like, all, like, climbing all over him. It's so I have two weird. things to say. So Number one, I love that this caller calls it the mother-daughter experience when yes. it's the experiment. That... <laughs> It really uh, it is really showing is. me how she is watching this show. Wait, wait, where is this at? Lifetime. Okay. Amazing. Um, number two, my favorite part of the show is Char Jackson. Uh, yeah. She's incredible. She is incredible. It literally takes me back in time through a journey, the Britney Kevin era. And I'm like, it is so interesting to have a different POV. Because like Char's relationship with her daughter is fractured large in part because Kevin left Char for Britney. For Britney, when this girl was, that's who you worship when yeah. you're however old she was. Yeah. Like he was her stepdad of like her whole life. And then he what? left for Britney while Queen Char was Pop. pregnant. And I like, watch the show. She worshiped Britney. And yeah. like Char had when, brought how long her to been on the air for? It was like, it was crazy. It's, uh, it's been on for like, I don't know, like, Ten we it's probably towards the end. Yeah. Kim Richards was oh, on so it's with new. her daughter. The dynamic there was yeah. absolutely insane. Gorgeous hair. 
gorgeous hair. Amazing. And somebody said, wait, somebody said Farrah Abraham oh, you mean was on Kim it too. And Farrah was not no. on this one. No. Oh. But um, I do. Heidi. Heidi was Heidi was Heidi. on, which uh, is just like they can talk about that scene from the hills all they want, and no, I will Heidi listen Montag. about she when she Twitter said, "Do you no think reason. I look bad?" And her mom. I always want to hear hills behind the scenes. Like I felt the hills reflected my early LA experience. I moved here. Elsie moved here. I got my first job. My boyfriend that I gave up something for. And I brought, broke up at the same time. Like she broke up with Jason after like going to Paris and having that not or not going to Paris. Yeah, she's yeah. the girl that didn't go to Paris. Yeah, that's how she'll <laughs> the always girl be that known. Didn't yeah. go to Paris. That show was really good, though. Um, it's I coming back. It. There's like a reunion happening. But is what do really? we think about the fact that basically Courtney has kind of implied that her mom, uh, I guess, propositioned Doug for a threesome. Wait, like what? Like a mother-daughter. Courtney? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah. It's really sick. Like, no. Courtney basically is like, you wanted to fuck my husband. You told him we'd have a threesome. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, it's How do you, fucked. like, ask your daughter if you can also fuck her husband who's 52 years old? I don't think she did. I think yeah. that Courtney heard about all of it through Doug. Ew. Do you Honestly, think Doug there was is no reliable though? narrator here. Mm-mm. We have nobody. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So it's like I can't even put my brain in it because, I mean, the mom seems like she actually needs help. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's obviously in can- She's. I think she's actually genuinely mentally ill. Yeah, maybe. What's the doctor's name? Um, Dr. Jen. Of course. Sorry. Sorry. It's really hard to pronounce. So I forgot. Um, <laughs> but I just – the whole thing because, like, how do you trust – Doug, who wanted to marry a 16-year-old. Yeah. I can't. No, you're right. It's it's fucked. It's beyond fucked up because it's a woman with a mental illness. It's a child and it's a man who... How old is she now? I mean, uh, Courtney's maybe 22. Yeah. She's oh, really? No, I think she maybe is like 23, 24. Yeah. I mean, I love her and I'm proud of her. She's She pregnant. actually sometimes seems with it and she's like, mom, you can't... But the mom seems just all about I feel business, like, I feel like, like she, your I feel like, Tinder profile. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone probably thought that your Tinder profile was actually the profile of Courtney Stodden's mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They probably all thought it was so real. Oh, God. I feel like she's, like, growing up, though. I feel like she's kind of getting her shit a little bit more together. She's 21. She's 21. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. According to her Oh, my God. Wiki. I just got winded. <laughs> she's known for couples therapy uh couples therapy celebrity big brother uk the mother daughter experiment on lifetime what a good imdb page well that's another thing if you go on this show can i trust you no have you ever met anyone on one of these kinds of shows no, I mean they're not there for help. Like, let's be clear, they're not there yeah. for help. Oh no, no, and there's at all. no help being given. No, they're there no. for the press. They're going to get from. But the what about celebrity rehab? Um, no, Doctor Drew is incredible. I mean, I think Doctor Drew is amazing. I think that you know, um, celebrity rehab works for some people. Uh, narcissism is a really driving factor in both addiction and. Yeah fame and so i think that for some people that's a like that's a trade-off they can they can manage mentally yeah i think you know i don't think anyone's rehab situation should be televised um Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem fair 
especially on VH1, um, when it's a bunch of people that are probably emotionally toxic toward towards each other. Um, you can't put like eight narcissists in a home and expect that to go well. But I mean, I think that Shelly, I think Drew, Bob, I think they're all good people and good at what they do. And they've made the topic of rehab a more acceptable thing. A more acceptable thing. I mean, it's crazy when I was just in Jody Sweet and my very close family, like all of the people that she was saying were at rehab with her. She's like, oh, this like guy from Texas. And it's so weird to think like, oh, yeah, there's people from small towns in Texas flying out to passages. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Um, it's all it's everywhere. And just no one really talks about it. It's crazy. Damn. But I don't know. It's also, I mean, it's like surreal life, too. I mean, I think it's similar to that. To what? Surreal life. What is that? Are you too young for that show? No. What is it? Uh, it was like a reality show where it was like Trishelle and Mini-Me and yeah. like some girl from America's yes. Next Top Model all lived Vern. in a house together. Excuse me, yeah. Vern. Yeah. <laughs> He's my bag, baby. Um, R.I.P. He died. That's right. Yeah. When did he die? <laughs> I don't know. Hun. I totally forgot Vern died. Never forget. Oh, my God. Someone was telling me recently that Vern fame fame changed Vern. I don't believe that. No. (laughs) I don't believe that. You can't handle it? You don't want want to feel that way? You don't want... I I wouldn't... Did you meet Vern? No. I never... How would I have met Vern? I don't know. (laughs) Similar circles? Hollywood? <laughs> An award show? How do you, I don't know how do famous people meet each other? He was born in 1969 from Sturgis, Michigan. Very oh, interesting. Like oh, like you're from Michigan. <laughs> That's that is true. Wait, he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just start a rumor that he's dead. I hope that spreads. But he was married for one day in 2004. Sick. Genevieve Gollin. Oh my god, that's amazing! It was I actually Who did emailed, you think was dead? Didn't you think he died? Uh, I thought, yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, that sounds I exactly right. That yeah, sounds like dudes. something that would happen. Yeah, he died. <laughs> well, maybe that was. I was talking to the same person that said fame changed him, and they were like, the old Vern is dead. Do you think fame changed Vern Troyer? Please, never <laughs> tweet us, you guys. Tweet us your answers. Did fame change Vern Troyer? I can't speak today. Elijah, where can people find you on social media? Uh, d- don't do that. You just don't want people to no, find just, you on social no, media? Just, no, it's a guy with no life on Twitter. Okay, and on Snappy? Uh, it's also the same on Snapchat. Okay, great. Molly, where can people find you? Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Molly Tarlove and then on Snapchat at Molly Doesn't. Is Awkward still on? No. The season just ended? Yes. Congratulations thank on you. another successful season. Oh, thank you. Well, it's uh, it's over. I mean, that was how it. do you feel? I feel many different ways. I I you know I'm excited to spread my wings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was on the show. We shot the pilot six years ago this yes. past May. Yeah, yeah. And I love not only everyone I worked with, but also my character. How many episodes was that? Um, it was like 90. Damn, girl. Your character on Awkward was honestly, I think, one of the funniest TV characters. Aww, like, yeah, it was really truth. good. <laughs> Do it you go on good. auditions a lot? 
Um, I haven't been, but now that because we didn't know if the show was going to go on. Yeah. Um, but now, perhaps. are you going to do like a dramatic role? I really want to. I would love to see you in a dramatic role. Yeah, I see you as like a serial killer or something. I want to see like crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I'm watching like Cutter. A- <laughs> Sign me up for that. Totally um, I want to be like on Bloodline. Ooh. All about Bloodline. What's Bloodline? Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, that show where Aren't they find out FNL? celebrities. What? Weren't you a Friday Night Lights? Or? Yeah. And you you haven't followed Kyle Chandler everywhere he's gone? No. Like to Bloodline on Netflix? No. <laughs> Number one on the call sheet, Kyle Chandler? <laughs> no? I haven't followed him to Bloodline. Is that the show where the Ben Affleck tried to hide that he had slaves, oh, slave owners in his family? What? Yeah. No. I don't think that's that at all. What show is that? First, <laughs> Voyage of the Mimi? No, but shouts out to Voyage of the Mimi. Um, who do you think you are? Oh, oh okay. No, it's a, it's, a dra- it's a drama. Well, look, I'm more likely, drama, I'm more likely to spend a little bit of time with uh, first edition or early edition than I am. That's classic Kyle Chandler. Oh. That's what he came from. Oh, really? What yeah. is that? So it was about a man who got the newspaper early every day. And then he would go <laughs> and fix, like, so there would be Meredith's, like, losing her mind. There, is this real? Yeah, and it'd be, like, huge earthquake in Japan, like, millions murdered. He didn't get it early. He no. got it, like, before it happened. <laughs> no, and it was called Early Edition. He got it from... So, wait a minute. The future. What? The, okay. the cat the cat used to drop off this future newspaper. The news, okay. The, the, news that was, the news that was going to come out tomorrow. And so then he had 24 hours. Between, before the cat came back again with a new paper, he had 24 hours to fix the... Why was it a cat? The, what is that? Like is, cats so like out of the bag? Because it was like... Because he was chosen. By, by the cat. cat. By him. a magic future cat that well, brought him Well, we can only newspapers. imagine the cat was not was much more than a cat. Right. That's <laughs> He wasn't just a cat. I mean, you don't – cats can't get newspapers a day early. They just can't. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I wish they could. I wish they could, but they can't. Is that like – that was like Quantum Leap. Yeah, probably just like that. <laughs> um, I haven't watched Bloodline, though. I'm Bloodline's sorry. really I mean, good. It's really good. It's really good. I follow Connie everywhere. To CMT, you're following her all the way over to CMT. I don't think I'll be following her there. Mm. Is but, that where Nashville's gone? Yeah. Um, I was upset that she had to portray Faye Rosnick. Like, happy for her that she's working. Yeah. But, like, I don't like to see Tammy playing such an evil person. Oh, you are not Team Faye. Oh, no. The morally corrupt Faye Rosnick? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Remember when Lisa apologized to her? Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt anyone means any of it. Okay, by the way, I just looked up this show because I kind of low-key did not believe you. That was the exact story. That is exactly what the Wikipedia page says this is. What channel was it on? CBS, maybe? It was called Early Edition, and it was on CBS, yeah. How long did it run? Uh, For like four and a half years. What? Yeah. From 1996 Almost to Wait, as long as so I've literally been watching Friday Night Lights <laughs> through the lens of like Kyle Chandler being flipping burgers until somebody was like, you're an amazing actor. No, he was on another show. Oh my God, you're <laughs> so cute. Oh, I love you. You're so cute. No, actually, did you know Connie wasn't going to do the TV show until 
they tapped Kyle Chandler to play because she had did the movie and she's like, yeah. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to play number two on a new series. I'm not going to And they were like, that. have you seen early edition? And they're like, no, yeah. she, the cat came to her and was this like, what, it's going to be Kyle Chandler. This is what Kyle Chandler looked like in this show, by the way. <laughs> oh my God, I wore those and jeans it says, No, it, like, it says on there that the newspaper gets delivered at six o'clock in the morning, no matter where he is, by an orange tabby cat. Like that <gasps> is so tabby. You didn't say it was an orange tabby. Of course, that's that's an orange more. tabby. Of course, I always have black. future. Newspaper. Like, how did CBS go from that to just like talking about mother-in-laws? I mean, I, I don't know. know. Is it, wait, is mother-in-law is the one? Oh, oh no, 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 that's no. I wasn't. Just, actually I was thinking talk- mother. That right. No, CBS I wasn't had. actually talking about. Oh my god! And his BFF um, was. This is such diversity on the show. She was um she was a blind black girl. And then his other best friend was like a was like a schmoozing guy. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I hey. could tell. He's like the a Danny Tanner guy. of yeah. Danny Tanner. He's the, he was the Schmidt of uh early edition. Um, I love this newspaper cat. All right. Well, you guys, thanks so much for listening to episode 95, please advise. I'm Molly McAleer. You guys gave your social information, right? Oh, yeah. You can find me, Mal's official on Snapchat. We're on iTunes, on ACAST. So go search for us there. Subscribe everywhere. Leave comments. It means a lot to us, and it really helps our rankings, which means we get shmoney. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.